Hey guys, thank you so much for downloading the episode. In it, we are talking about our family. We recap another family gathering in which some whiskey flew, some inappropriate card games were played, and of course, some awkward moments. We are also talking about Paula's world in which she's dealing with the scourge, and she's also wading into the world of employment. And what is she going to wear? How is this going to go down? So we talk a little spring fashion, and of course our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I don't look like an old man from the 1800s. I mean, really? Paula? The sock is standing up by itself. What's going on? Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, everybody. It is episode 244. Ugh! Ugh! I don't think we're at a point yet where I can stop saying the episode, because we're still kind of baby podcasting, huh? Well, I think 244 is not very big. I think everybody says their episodes, don't they? I don't think so, but, you know, at some point we'll be like, episode 1847! Ah, 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 ah. Wouldn't that be funny? We'll have to start doing that. Maybe we'll hire somebody when we're super famous. We'll hire someone to do the episode number for us. So we don't we don't have to be bothered with remembering the numbers. Because like we'll be like Mariah Carey. It's like, I don't need to be bothered with any of that. Where's my tea? That's all I need. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the Ugly Truth. Thank you for downloading this episode. I'm Jamie, and this is Paula, my sister. So here we are in the grasps of winter california winter because we're not trudging through ice and snow which is kind of nice it's chilly though but other than that i know i'm wrapped up in a blanket i'm freezing you're always you know what so am i i'm always cold i'm wearing a sweater right now as well (laughs) i'm cold when it's 70 though so it doesn't it's probably good i'll be one of those really old ladies that either moves to arizona or i will move to palm springs (laughs) where it's like 80 all the time that'll be me I don't like the desert climate, but... It's a dry uh, heat. It's a very dry heat. Well, no, but I mean, I don't like cactus and rocks and... I don't either. Things like that. Well, there's a lot of creatures that come from the desert that I really don't like, like scorpions and spiders and lizards. I don't... Iguanas. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate reptiles, but I just... uh, I don't want them around me. I don't well, want to like them. be eating breakfast and then like have one like around show, show up on your windowsill. Yeah. Or have this like, you know, like Florida where they were having this freak freeze and then they're just like <gasps> falling out of the trees because Paula. you know they're frozen to death. I don't want that either. If I saw that, I would pack up my shit and move. That would be like uh, if you saw a spider fall out of a tree. Oh <laughs> it would God. be like over, done, I'm out, having nothing to do with that kind of stuff. Well, I wouldn't know if it was real or what they're doing. I'd be like, is this a joke? Where's the camera? I'm like, is this like a mating ritual or, (laughs) you know, like, what are they doing? Are they comatose? Because are they in their refractory period from reproducing? I don't know. What what is this? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I want nothing to do with any of it. We have our whole childhood dealt with animal planet type scenarios. Yes. I've obviously shared many, many stories about the wildlife that I've endured at this house. And, but I mean, our <clears throat> God damn it! I don't know what's going on. And I'm really mad now. Where's my tea? I need my tea. Where's my tea? <clears throat> I guess I'm just gonna have to do this like the rest of you. 
when she said that on the New Year's Eve show, she's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to do this like the rest of you and be cold. I was like, yeah. I love you. Well, you she was friend. wearing like this dress that was like, you know, Jessica down to rabbit. her, down to her beeve, and I know, her beeve. And I'm just like. You know, yes, it's, it is 12 degrees outside. It was really cold. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're wearing, a, you know, a fur coat made out of baby skin, but yes. it's just. <sighs> I know. It was funny, though. I just love she goes, she grabs Mike. She goes, well, I guess I'm going to have to do it like the rest. And I just thought it was funny because that's something that I would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it was me. <laughs> I was surprised that she made it to the end. I would have been like, after I'm done singing, I'm like, I'm out of here. Get me in my copter. Hey, listen, did you see her eyes? She had to be like super, she was super paying attention. She was like, I can't mess up the words. I can't do anything wrong. I can't After last year. Jeez. God, she was such a hot mess. She was like Britney 2007. It was awful. Well, she got caught lip singing. <laughs> I know. It was awful. Anyway, what I was going to say was, uh, I was going to start the show. I was going to start the show. So there is this trend that's been going around for the last week. You take a selfie through this app and it, it, it compares you to a work of art. Oh. And it's like a rec- facial recognition thing. And it's the Google Arts and Culture app. And the app has been around for quite a while. But I think this is a new feature of the app. The, the app is really about trying to give the masses access to works of art and museums and, you know, mm-hmm. culture, places that, you know, the average Joe wouldn't necessarily think about going on a Saturday. So it's a really cool app anyway. But uh, there, there's this new feature now where... You take a selfie of yourself through the app, so you can't filter it, you can't do anything. And then it will go through its volumes of photos or of of works of art and find ones that match closest to your face. And so everybody's posting it. I posted one. Uh, Daryl did one, which was actually hilarious. So we're all doing it. And what's cool about it is not only is it funny, it's also you get to see really fine works of art that you probably didn't know exist. So I was wondering, you should do it. I should do it. Although I'm positive it'll just be a Jackson Pollock. But <laughs> I always thought, wouldn't it be hilarious if I did it and I got a Picasso? That's like what de- I was thinking. A deconstructed face. <laughs> I'm going to get that Jackson Pollock picture where it just looks like a bunch of scratches on the screen or something right. like that. Right. So the first time I did... Okay, so here's the other this thing. This is the Jackson Pollock hot mess. <laughs> yes, 88% facial, facial recognition. <laughs> It was really funny. So I first started doing it. I'm like, oh, I look really good today. My makeup's good. My hair's good. So I'm going to do a selfie on this thing and see if I get, you know, some beautiful... Like the Mona Lisa or something. Yeah, well, Mona Lisa. Yeah, something like that. So I take it... And it is a picture, and I I know the work of art. I've seen it, but basically it looks like a kid did it, and it's a side profile of a sad woman in a bun. And I went, what? This is not me. I don't want... And then here's the other thing. They adjust the lighting so that it can kind of compare to works of art because that they're obviously not bright and filtered, so they kind of adjust the lighting on your selfie. So you look horrible. Like, every line, every circle. So you get... I got a lot of photos of old fat men because of their lines or that are their drooping, saggy jowls. And I'm like, okay, I know I have a chubby cheek thing going, but I don't look like an old man from the 1800s. I mean, really? So, So uh, were you holding a turkey leg or what? (laughs) No. 
Whoa. I know. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> or I get this, these pug nose people, and I said, man, do I have a pug nose? Wow, oh, I had no God. idea. It was so hideous. If I have to go sideways, I'm not doing it. <laughs> You'll get some Native American art. <laughs> no, I'll get no. some skinny court jester <laughs> with some giant nose. Some Sicilian from the 1300s. I don't know. It's funny. Anyway, so I did it. And of course, I was not, I'm sure I'm not the only one who did it over and over again till you got something that looked remotely oh. attractive. So how many did you go through? <laughs> God, 10. I mean, I must, I took my photo in like every room in the house. I did it outside, which made it way worse. So finally, <laughs> we were in the car and I was waiting for Daryl to uh, take uh, Natalie. Her His daughter came to visit for the weekend. And so he was dropping her off at at her mom's house and so I'm in the car and I have a messy bun so I said you know I'm gonna try it one more time with my hair up because I've been doing it with my hair down and I finally got a cherubic not I wouldn't call it cute but I got a different face that I hadn't gotten before and that sad bun lady was still in the mix because you have they do like three or four options, you know, so that you right. can pick which one you think looks the most. So I picked the one, obviously, that was the least offensive. <laughs> and I did it. But uh, it just shows how vain I am. And I'm not apologetic about it. But man, alive. I'm like, well, I all I told Daryl was I said, I just know that uh, I am glad that I didn't know any of these uh, master artists back in the day, because God only knows, I would not look like the girl in the pearl earring. I would look like some hag from right. who worked on a farm her whole life and died at the ripe age of 30. I just don't yeah. want that. So you yeah. should do it. Yeah, that's why I'm not doing it. No, you have to <laughs> do it. Just do it and see what happens. Oh, so well, we'll see it, what it's happens. Okay. really, really funny. So Google Arts and Culture app, It, I, I'm sure everyone can download it. And like I said, it's been around forever. This is just probably a new feature. But it's already starting to wane. Everybody's already over it. But you should do it just for your own. You don't have to post it, but you should do it for your own enjoyment. For my own GP. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I like... I like to, you know, punish myself by saying, look, see how ugly you are? See how bad you would look if you had been in any other era of the world? You would have been a, an old lady alone. God. <laughs> I don't to myself. I don't know why. You wouldn't why? have had any suitors. You'd live with your mother for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it would have been bad. It would have been awful. And, or they would have had to pay someone to take you. You know, we would have bought your husband. We would be the little women. Oh my God, we would be. I'd just be like, can I at least be Beth so I can die and just not have to endure the singleness of so that you don't time have period? To settle for the guy who's poor and, you know, oh. he just gets food from the, the front yard garden. <laughs> <laughs> what are we having tonight? Turnip soup. Again. Soup. Yeah, <laughs> yes, really. Exactly. Gets pregnant with twins. Oh, oh, God. And just my luck, I'd survive the the labor and have to <laughs> care for these two sad little children who are just as bad. What a horrible life we would live. I don't know. I, You know what? Honestly, I think about that. I don't relate. The, the women of little women, I don't really relate to any of them. But uh, probably the oldest, because I'm the oldest, and she actually married someone that she pretty much loved. 
you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the youngest and I totally relate. She always wanted to marry someone rich. So <laughs> you and Stephanie, it's she didn't. Yeah. Stephanie didn't marry rich. Maybe she did. We don't know. We don't know yeah. their finances. Yeah, that's but true. Jerry could be a billionaire for all yeah, we know. Yeah, that maybe maybe that's what keeps them together. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know what goes on behind those doors. But yes, it would have been. Uh, that would have been nice. But then. You don't like to travel, so <laughs> you never would have gone to Paris well, to learn to paint. Yeah, that's true. I would have had to go somewhere to find someone like that. So mm-hmm. It's true. And I would never be Joe because I would never chop my hair off for the sake of chopping it off. Crazy girl. I or don't know sell her hair for a plane ticket or oh, a train geez. ticket. God. Well, it was Seriously. to get the mother back, so I that way... Know. I because would have because that. Allison was sick. No, you wouldn't do that. Actually. I'd be like, really? So Allison's sick and mom needs to come home? Yeah, I don't. So I'm going to have to cut my hair off. Maybe we can just sell some of those turnips in the front yard. Yeah, right. That should work, right? <laughs> no, we would do it. We would do it. So speaking of family, Mackenzie made it, my daughter made a mention um, this past weekend. She said, you know, ever since I've moved out, you guys seem to have a lot of parties. And I have to concur we do have a lot of part. We have been having a lot of family gatherings. I mean, since Thanksgiving, it seems like every other weekend we are having the family over. And when I say the family, I mean 20 plus yeah. people are coming over and we're having these big shindigs, which I can't complain. I love them. And it's always yeah. great. But it is a lot of work. And it's very exhausting and it's stressful because especially with family, you never know how it's going to go down. You never know if someone's going to, you know, let their crazy flag fly in front of everyone or if everyone's just going to be great. You you just don't know. And so that's the stressful part. But this past weekend, Daryl's daughter came from Virginia to visit. So... We decided instead of wasting a bunch of time with her driving all over the place, she should we should have everybody here and then she can see everybody, grandparents and aunts and cousins and everybody. And again, everybody showed up and it was awesome. It was like at least 20 people, right? Yeah, no, there was a lot of people there. And now this included producer Dub's side of the family as well. So his Mm -hmm. mom and stepdad and his brother and wife and kids came and then all of our kids and you showed up i was so glad because you had forgotten you had forgotten that we were having one and then well you know what i hadn't forgotten i i remember you telling me about it a long time ago but then i kind of had forgotten about it right and so when then when you reminded me i was like oh my god i i completely forgot that you had told me about that (laughs) i forgot that i forgot yeah. Right. Well, you showed up, and I, I'm so glad. And yes. it was nice to see everybody. And it's so hilarious to see your kids because they're so much younger than mine. So it's funny to watch them going through childhood and puberty because yes. your son is literally the icon of 12 year old emo boy puberty. <laughs> it is hilarious to watch him. And I feel for him because I know what he's feeling is real. He truly is irritated and he truly finds all of this not important, but we just can't let him get away with it because we love him so bad and we know that it's just his hormones are fucking with him. 
You know what I mean? So it's well, so he wanted he wanted to stay. It was actually me who wanted to leave because I wasn't really feeling very well. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you what? your daughter, Mackenzie. Yes. She was out in the front yard. I don't know what she was doing. She was drinking or doing something with uh Tyler's Aaron. girlfriend. Yes. Ryan had to go out to the car to get something. And so <laughs> Mackenzie says to him, Ryan, do you cuss yet? And Brian's like, no. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, when you do, she's all, then we can have an adult conversation. (laughs) That's And he's like, okay. (laughs) So. Yes. Well, she's, she's a lot. Yeah. She's a lot for sure. (laughs) So he, he told me what she said and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, I said, I think we're far from that. So it's also her way of not using foul language around him. You yes. know, it's a it's her roundabout way of saying we cannot use profanity in front of him quite yet. He's still a kid, you know, which is respectful. Yes. But in her own right. I just thought it was came out of left field. She's weird. She has weird ways of talking. I have to say, I mean, like I had to school her in the car the other day about something. And I'm like, I can't believe that I'm even having to address this with you, whatever it was. <laughs> and I'm like, you need to grow up a, just a tad more young lady. You don't know anything yet. Jeez. No. She bugs she, my life sometimes. She's 22 now, huh? Yes. She's all of it, too. (laughs) She's going, she's just, you know, well, it's funny because on one hand, she thinks she's so grown up, you know, even though daddy and and mommy pay for her phone and her car insurance. But, you know, she's she's living on her own and paying her rent and going to school. So that's a big step. You know, in this day now, when you have adult kids, well, maybe not for everybody, but for uh, for us and others that we, you know, know, the first phase of growing up is just getting enough money together to pay rent and utilities, even though your parents are you're still tethered. You're still paying Mm -hmm. for their insurance and everybody's on a family plan now because it's just the way to go for phones. But, Mm -hmm. you know. It's so funny how it's like, you're not completely independent yet, but I admire them for getting out there because it's the first step, you know? Right. So that's good. But still, it's she's still very much a youth. <laughs> she's still a youth. She, she still reminds me of a teenager in some she ways. She really is. I mean, she's wild and she's very free and I love it. I wish that I, we could have been that way because we, we didn't live in a home that allowed freedom of expression the way no. she did. We were very much living in a nunnery. You know, it was very different. So I'm happy that she is able to really fully express herself, but she will have to tone it down. (laughs) She'll have to tone it down eventually. Eventually, yeah. Society will beat her down and she will be, you know, even. (laughs) She'll be an even keeled gal. Yeah. But anyway, no, the party was really fun. Natalie did ask me what was wrong. Like, was there anything wrong with you? Oh, okay. I just said, you know what? Honestly, I didn't know about the sickness thing. I said, you know, it was kind of a last minute reminder. And they might have been just like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I have to emotionally prepare for family gathering. I mean, it's a it's a lot. Yeah. And, and so I said, I think it was just and she was probably tired. And, you know, you just don't know. I mean, there could be everything. But I was, she was so glad you came and she loves seeing the kids Aww, and uh, all of that. But after you left, um, they broke out cards against humanity. Which, and, right now, I'm and I'm glad because that's n- not a game that the kids can be around. Well, no, but all the uh, the kids, quote unquote, kids gathered around the dining room table while the adults were in the other room, and they started playing. And what's funny is that their grandmother wanted to play. 
<laughs> not our mother. Oh God, I was just Daryl's like, mom. No, actually, mom left. Uh, she left the she same left time before, I did, I think. Oh, she left a little before you. Oh, okay, yeah. And by the way, our mom was uh, really great. She was so great that night. Yeah, she was. She was having a great time. She was. She was socializing. She was talking under her breath, which, you know, for our mom, she's like, yeah, you know, Jerry came up to me and she goes, she goes, Marva, I'm 70. She goes, yeah, well, I'm 69. I'm right there with you, lady. And like they were comparing old lady stories and uh, (laughs) laughing and all of that stuff. And come to find out she had been popping Vicodin. So well, yes, what, she had been. She was feeling great, but she had had surgery, which was yes. why it wasn't like she's a pill popper now. Although she's always been, but yeah. She does. She doesn't deny herself any pain medication when she has it. Should anyone really? No. <laughs> I mean, we should all. What's the point of saving it? It's just going right. to, you know, I, I don't expire. understand people like that. Yeah, it will just expire and then you have to throw it away. It's stupid. Uh, no, but the, the adult kids broke out Cards Against Humanity. And then, of course, you know, the wine and beer was flowing and the whiskey was flowing that night. Whoa. And so all the kids, the adult kids were around playing and Malia was playing. And uh, every once in a while, adult would pop in and say, hey, I'm cool enough to play with you guys. And they would all laugh. So they would they would sit down and uh, Uncle Brad, which is Daryl's brother, he sat down and he won the very first round. And then after that, he got skunked from everybody else. <laughs> so he excused himself. And then his wife sat down and she was winning zero. And she's like, hey, I'm edgy. And they, I'm all, edgy. <laughs> they laughed her off the table. She left. And then uh, dad came in and sat down and he goosed up the place. He didn't do anything. And I and I'm like, I never I wouldn't dare sit down and play that, that game with those children. I said, no, I know wh- where my cool level is and I'm pretty mom around here. So I'm not going to get down and I'm not going to be able to do it. And then Daryl's stepdad, who is 88, decided that he wanted to mosey over and see what was up. He goes, you know, I'd really like to play. It looks like fun, but I literally have no idea what you're talking about. And he turned around and walked away. (laughs) So it was funny. funny. It was funny. But anyway, uh, fun party. I'm glad you came. And there was no end date, literally no end time. So you came and went and it was perfect. So and it was I love seeing your children. They're the best. I just love them so bad. I know. I and wish I could yet see again, him every day. people didn't recognize him because of his height and yes. his yes. his pubescent time. He's so, <laughs> so tall. The other day, I the light just hit his face just right, mm. and right in the corners of his lips, uh oh, it looks like he has a tiny little stash. <sighs> And so I took a picture of it and we sent it to his dad because he was at work. Time to shave. So, but he says if he shaves, then it'll just grow back thicker. Yeah. Victor says, well, I think you should just leave it for a while. I agree. And the thing is, though, is that there will come a point, just like with girls and their hair, if you are inclined to shave your pits and your legs, it starts to look weird. You know, you see those guys in middle school who have like patchy lip hair, but they're like two inches long and they're flowy. It's not yeah. real mustachy hair. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand. I, and so I said, I'm like, just leave it for now. I'm like, it's just, it's barely, and it was just in two little areas. And so right. I'm like, it's barely noticeable. Your lip looked almost dirty. And then when I got up closer, I was just like, oh, I'm like, it looks like we're getting a little bit of a mustache. <laughs> so. Is he embarrassed? Is he in the embarrassed phase or the this is cool phase? He thinks it's cool. Okay, he thinks, good. He thinks everything that happens to his body is cool. So, oh, oh no, he's very excited. That, yeah, that he'll probably poorly. be one of those frat boys that runs around naked. I don't know. Oh, just uh, yeah. be the mom when it's time, <laughs> and it will happen. <laughs> Be the mom that leaves him the note with some cheap ass lotion and tissues and says, stop um, using your socks. Right, because yeah. they all use their socks and it's gross. And all you do is throw them away because you can't even fathom you washing that out. Your yeah, washer really? will get pregnant. I'm it's like, gross. this sock is standing up by itself. What's it's walking. On? It's literally fleeing your room. It's like, stop fucking me please it's like just stop i don't care i don't think i can contain anymore they are they are savages when it comes to that it's just it, it goes away but once they discover it it's like it's un it's relentless and and you don't you it's not one of those things where you can say victor you need to speak to your son about this it's not one of those things. Well, what's he going like, to tell him? Because, I mean, he probably does it, too. Yeah, so, so it's, it's one of those just... things. Yeah, it, and because boys are dirty, because they just don't clean themselves well until they're a little older, it's one of those things where it's just like you leave the note, and it's like no other words need to be spoken. You know, it's like, use these, please. Stop with the socks. And get him a hamper or something. I don't know. I, I just remember having to do it. Uh, I don't remember vividly when or where, but I know that there was a very rough period where I was God. buying a lot of socks because oh I won't I'm not one of those people who will wash them there's not enough bleach in the world I mean it's just I can't so congratulations <laughs> on having your son yeah I know it'll be awesome for you yeah yay, I know yay for you more to come nope oops <laughs> I didn't mean that what oh, I said more to oh, come yeah. I think you do mean that. That's what's so funny about it. So you don't even Freudian need to mean slip. it. You just do the puns. Okay, so speaking of your family, so you have the scourge at your house? Apparently so. Or did? <clears throat> and I think that's partly why I wanted to leave because I was just, I was really tired and I wasn't feeling well, but I was didn't end up being sick. Ryan and Olivia got sick and then Victor got sick and so... They stayed home. Well, they had Monday off from school, and right. then they ended up staying home Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, they went to the doctor yesterday. They said Ryan has a virus, even though his cough sounds awful. I might end up taking him to Dr. Grant if I get the chance. Yeah, the thing is, is now is um, people are getting pneumonia. Yeah. And thinking that they don't have anything wrong. They have a cold. They have a cold. And suddenly they have pneumonia, and they're out for 10 days. Malia, who's my youngest, she is the weak link of the family. She's the one that gets ev- She's like you. She gets everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is once again sick with a cold. But she also goes to a, a million basketball games. She's at school all day. Right. And, you know, everybody's ill. I have had moments where I feel like I'm catching a cold. And then within two days, I feel good. Mm-hmm. So luckily, I have avoided it. And I told Daryl, I said, I absolutely hate to even verbalize that I haven't gotten the flu yet because I don't want to be the one that curses myself by saying, ah, I didn't get the flu. But so far, 
uh, we have avoided the scourge for yeah. the most part. Malia definitely she's been taking Dayquil and stuff, but she does not have the flu. Yeah, no, which is good. You know, yeah, so really good. The good thing about Ryan is he's old enough to take like adult adult cold yes. medicine. Yes. So we've been doing like the Mucinex kind of right. daytime stuff. So hopefully keeping all of that stuff out of there. Um, Olivia, she still has to do the diamond tap, which she hates. She thinks it tastes like garbage. And I'm like, I oh, I can like give you medicine that tastes like garbage <laughs> if you want. Would you like some Robitussin, honey? Or, you know, or Mucinex has their own brand. And Ooh. that stuff is comes out like, want, yeah. comes out like tar. You don't want that blue stuff. Oh, God, Ooh. it's so bad. I even feel guilty giving that. But sometimes yeah. you have to. You know what, though? It works good. I really and when you and i were growing up and we had to have medicine that shit from the doctor's office oh, oh yeah God, it was like acid i remember one time i had to have some stuff that was yellow it was like this thin watery yellow medicine <laughs> yes not it literally looked like pee and i remember it was the most bitter stuff i'd ever it almost made me throw up it was so bad I don't know yeah. what it was. I don't know why I needed it, but it was awful. I think that was from the urologist, honestly. <laughs> Maybe. Because I, I remember, remember always getting like the thin yellow stuff, but it was supposed oh. to turn our pee blue. Oh, maybe if we had a UTI or something. Or they were doing tests or oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember, but I remember I just, having that. Super sick or that, that bright pink. Bright pink was it. Moxicillin's not that bad. No. No, I remember one time, th- speaking of when things, there was a time period back in the day when I was really young, it was probably nine or 10, and the flu was going around the city, and everybody's getting it. I got it, and I actually went deaf. I went oh. deaf for a week, and nobody believed me. And I was like, Dad, I cannot hear. I, I literally couldn't hear a thing. I was completely deaf. Finally, somebody took me to the doctor. And it took three days before I could start hearing again after medicine. It was that bad. And I, I think about that now. And I go, if, I, if my daughter was so sick and I did nothing about it and she came up to me in a panic saying she couldn't hear, I would take her to the emergency room thinking she had a tumor. You know, I mean, or something what? or, you know, thinking that she had plugged ears or. Well, I mean, seriously, I mean, pl- well, it didn't feel what... like plug, though. That's the thing. It didn't feel pressure. It felt like I literally was not able to hear. That's it what was very scary. That's what good parents do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Yes. Except, you know, when you think about how much parenting has changed in 30, 40 years, parents back then gave zero fucks about their kids really unless something was sticking out or broken or bleeding there was not a whole lot of running to the doctor like there is now it's very different it's amazing that (laughs) we all survived it's like talk about thinning of the herd we made it yeah i know know? (laughs) we We made it i i was telling someone that there is a picture of my grandpa who was holding me as a baby in the backseat of a car, neither of us in belts. I was literally wearing like a like a onesie and he's holding me in the back seat and we're not we're not in any kind of safety gear. And I'm like, man, really lucky that nothing happened to me. Really lucky. Very, that very lucky. No yeah. 
Oh my god. Okay, so really quick before we get into our ugly and awkward moments of the week, you are gonna you're slowly wading into looking for employment. Yes. Now, what are the main concerns that you have about wading back in? You've been raising your children. It's they're older. They're in full time now, so you can actually start looking to get back into the workforce. Are you, is there like a couple of things that you're concerned about? <laughs> Uh, well, there's a few things, yes. Um, getting up early. Um, oh. Staying there all day. <laughs> yes. um, People. Getting back in time to pick up my kids and then having the energy to do all of this. Yes, you might want to start taking vitamins. I should start taking vitamins. Something. I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's exciting to think about getting back into it, but on the flip side, it's just kind of like, I don't know what I would wear. I know that sounds stupid. No, like everyone was expecting a deep thought, but no, no, I, I, on my notes, on my notes, I indicated because you were going to tell me about getting back into employment. And if I had to, I would be like, I have to go buy clothes. Because I don't have office wear necessarily, not a, not enough for a whole week. Well, or two I mean, weeks. I do have office clothes. I have plenty of office clothes because I mean, I've been working longer than I've been staying home. So that's right. Yeah, you that's know, true. I was working for like fifteen years or something. Yeah. But the problem is, is that. Like I said, this one medication I'm on, it causes weight gain. And yeah. so the clothes that I was wearing three years ago, right, when I wasn't on this medication, don't they don't fit anymore. And right. so right. so you need to buy medication clothes. But I'm on the fence because I'm like, I don't want to buy all these giant clothes and then end up going off the medication and then not have and them. then having like, you know, these large clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know what you're saying. But then I look at my wardrobe and I'm like, God, I'm like, this wardrobe could use a refresher anyway because, right. you know. Well, th- things get dated. I mean, yeah. And that's what I was going to tell you is these are the, these are the, apparently, these are the spring fashions and you'll likely be in, you'll be somewhat employed, some kind of employed, I would imagine, by the spring and summer. Sadly, mules are coming back. No. I'm and not wearing them. I tried the mule thing, and you know that ended po- very badly for me. Very badly. I was wearing. They're dangerous. They're incredibly dangerous with no strap on the back. Even if there's no heel, I would make that a bad choice. I was walking through a parking garage. We had a very important meeting when I was working in media. And we were walking all back to our cars and chatting. And I had a handful of binders and whatever I was, you know, had brought, I was taking out. And I tripped over my own self. And I was wearing one inch thick heel mules. And I fell. All the binders went flinging across the parking garage. And my shoes went in two separate directions. like flying and I'm on my knees you just spazzed out and my boss who was of course there to witness it all he's like oh my god he's like are you all right and I'm like yeah what am I gonna say no call 911 no I'm like yeah I'm just very clumsy he's like I don't think you should wear those shoes anymore and I'm like no and from that moment on mules became on the don't list for me so no mules. I I mean if you can if you're graceful and you can wear them, congratulations. No. But I cannot. 
No, I can't. At I can all. I can wear the highest heel you can muster. Me too. But I can't do anything that like makes my feet flop around. <laughs> no, not gonna happen. We have, maybe we have we have weak ankles. <laughs> yeah, right. We have <laughs> I weak don't know. trees. Weak trees. <laughs> uh, the other thing, oh, got pastels are coming back because it's the eighties again. Everybody's going to be wearing bubblegum pink and lavender and, you know, that that mint green, uh, baby yellow, all of those those very flattering colors for women. I can <laughs> handle the pink, but I, I don't, don't wear know. a lot of pink. I like mm. pink. I oh, I pink. do, too. I love yeah. it. But I don't I can't think of all I think of when they say the pastels are coming back for women to wear is those. I had a pastel. Actually, it was uh, made out of satin pastel pink satin blazer that I wore <laughs> with very uh, silky pants. Oh, God. With beige flats. Can you even imagine? No, God. <sighs> and a white t-shirt underneath. I mean, I thought I was so styling. And maybe I was back then, but it was the 80s. Wow. Uh, I was young. I was a, I was in school, so it wasn't like I was an adult doing that. But, I mean, you know, rolled up the, you know, you roll up the blazer sleeves and everything. <laughs> That's all I can think of when they say pastels are coming back. I said, I've not yet seen one thing that even remotely looks attractive for a woman to wear out in public. In those colors. But you know what? Designers can do all kinds of things. So who knows? The other thing is, of course, along with the pastels, there has to be sequins and glitter. And uh, that should be exciting. All the Real Housewives of the OC will be excited about the glitter coming back because that's all they ever wear is pastel glittery things. I like sequins, but in moderation. You know, yeah. like, a, like a sequins tank top, but with like a... Yeah, like a blazer over it or something. Like sure, that. sure. So. I just, you know, I, I think there there comes a point. All I can think of is, uh, but those when big I say sequence tank top, I'm not talking about like silver or gold or something. I'm like talking about like a muted black. Sure, yeah, just to give it a little little brightness, little flare, little flare, and then um, of course, and 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 I thought I was wrong, so I checked a couple of places, plastic and sheer are also going to be somewhat popular this spring and summer. Of course, the sheer is all these, you know, tall, thin women wearing nothing but sheerness with pasties. And um, I had a sheer top once, and it wasn't flattering. So I'm not really sure how that's going to go down. It'll be interesting. You know, we'll see. That's just basically being naked. Yeah, <laughs> with just a, a little with a with a with a, a a suggestion of of covering with like a nylon on your body. And it's dumb. It's so dumb. But you know what? You know, we'll see someone with it, and it'll be like, oh, it's the next best thing. Anyway, so uh, so maybe you can get some of those items when you come. You know, wandering in, sauntering into your new. Uh, place of employment they'll be like well she's really spot on with the sh- with the fashion i don't think so if, so, if i went to go interview someone who came in like that i'd be like <laughs> like what's up with what's up with the bags <laughs> it's like did something happen in your home was there a flood what happened i don't know I, all the jokes that i could think of when they walk out i'd be like oh, oh God, i'm all that one's sure. in the bag yeah, no. <laughs> she bagged that interview. Yeah, right. All right. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Ugly and awkward. 
mentioned, I am uh, kind of slowly wading my way into the employment world. And yes. so last week I had a mini interview with a staffing agency. <clears throat> God. A staffing agency. <laughs> when it's time to change. <laughs> When the girl emailed me and said, okay, well, let's have an interview, she said, do you prefer Skype or FaceTime? Mm. And I'm just like, and I read the email again, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, does she give me the option of just coming to the office? And <laughs> No, not in this day and age. So she didn't. I'm just like, okay, so I guess I have to Skype or FaceTime. So I'm like, well, I know my computer will Skype. Right. And so... I just said, well, I'll Skype. I had my computer up. I had my Skype up. And I was just waiting for her to call me. And so she called. And she's got a headset on. And I don't have anything. I just have my computer (laughs) and me. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Well, I didn't think there'd be anything wrong with that. So we start talking. And she says, you know what? I can barely hear you. And I'm like, oh, God, I hate that. And so I get as close to my computer as I can. I'm like, hello, can you hear me now? And she's like, yeah, that's a little better. Oh, my God. Anyways, I was talking and then I happened to glance over at my square and I looked like a fisheye because I was so close to my me- my video. So she could only see your so eye. So she could only see like part of my face, like my oh, eye, my geez. cheek, and my nose. Have you? Did you think about maybe turning up the volume? Jimmy, I was nervous. I didn't know what to do. I don't. I only Skype with you, and we usually have microphones and headphones. And I know that is true. Next time, I'm like, I'll just do my microphone and my headphone because that would be way easier. But I just it was so embarrassing, and that is hilarious. Like, well. We will put you in our banks, and if something that comes up that we think will fit you, we will give you a call, not Skype. Well, like with a phone. We won't Skype you anymore. We'll just call you. We know you struggle with this Skype, so. Oh, geez. They're like, well, don't let Skype know about her. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Don't give her that job. That's funny. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's just a, it's a shaky beginning. You're rusty. That's all. Oh, well, I just... From now on, you'll be like, can we Skype? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and then when she said FaceTime, I was just like, what's FaceTime? I'm oh, like, Paula, I don't even... you're not that old. Come on. I don't have an... I asked Victor, I'm... I'm like, what's FaceTime? And he's just like, that's an Apple thing. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I don't have Apple, so I can't FaceTime. I hate FaceTiming. Daryl will... He will be coming home from the city, and he will... I'll get a phone call, and it'll say, Daryl wants to FaceTime. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Don't got eye makeup on, buddy. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> He's like, why would you FaceTime me? And I said, because I don't have makeup on right now. He's like, honey, I, I don't. I don't really care. I just want to see you. I'm like, you'll see me in three hours. By then I'll have eyeliner on and you can say hello. I'm one of those weird people that thinks technology listens and sees you all the time. So, like, on my laptop, I have a sticker over the camera. Oh, for so, God's sake. Hey, you don't know. You don't know. I even, hate- if I, even if they did, what is so important about my life that someone is going to... <laughs> gather i'm in my daughter's room they're gonna what, what they're gonna look at her pink tent and i don't care her big jar of rocks 
<laughs> my awkward moment uh, obviously had to do with the party that we had at our house with all of our family. Strange thing, because you don't realize one of the things when you're married that you don't really touch other people in any intimate way other than your own partner, you mm-hmm. know? And and so when you hug people goodbye, you know, it's family and you just, you're hugging everyone goodbye. And it, sometimes, and you know, I'm aware of every weird thing, you know, mm-hmm. I'm so aware. So I'm saying goodbye to everybody. And I, uh, Daryl's brother, Brad, I gave him a hug. And because I don't normally hug other men, my instinct to do what I do when I hug Daryl goodbye kicked in without even thinking about it. So I hugged him goodbye and gave him a kiss on his ear. And not just, not just a little kiss, like a kiss. Not, I didn't put my tongue in his ear or anything like that, but I kissed him on the ear, like the ear, the, his ear lobe and like behind his neck, that area. And oh I my him. God. And I was like, bye, Brad. And I was like, oh my God. So of course I told Daryl immediately. I'm like, if your brother ever, ever says anything, it was just like one of those accidental you know like if you know when like when sometimes your kids will call their teacher mom yeah or you know you you say some you say goodbye to your boss when he's leaving your office and you say i love you you know now in in normal people they wouldn't think anything of it but that's not me i obsessed over it for two days before i finally said i have something to tell you and i was like okay what is it and i said i kissed your brother on the ear he's like what i said it was so dumb i said i feel like do i have to apologize do i have to like some declare something he's like no it was he laughed he's like oh my god and i said i know i'm so dumb i said it was just it's such an instinctual thing and i don't hug a lot of men you know so it was kind of weird i thought you were gonna tell me you push your boobs against him or something like that no no that happens just by walking around they're so big they just you know I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like we did a full frontal hug and then I kissed him on the ear. It wasn't anything like that. It was a family hug. But I just it was so it was such a knee jerk reaction just to do that because I just I don't know. I don't really know how to I I don't I don't know if I'm articulating it properly, but I don't hug a lot of men. And so Daryl, I do. And so it was just like this thing. Like one time I did that to my hairdresser. You kissed him on the ear? Yeah, because we hugged and I kissed him on the ear. And the one time I accidentally kissed him on the mouth. It was so funny. Jeez. I have a problem. I think I have a problem. I think well, that's what it is. I'll give I you a, a pass on that because your hairdresser's gay. I know. It's true. It is true. But still, he's adorable to me. That's anyway, funny. so I don't know. Um, no, you win. That's funny. Oh, okay. It was funny because I said, do you think that qualifies as an awkward moment? He goes, um, yes. Yes, it does. I <laughs> yes. said, okay. I wasn't sure. So that anyway. That is so funny. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Thank you to all of our new listeners and um, those who are also liking our page. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the madness. Yes. And uh, we appreciate you joining us. For those of our uh, senior listeners, we appreciate you shopping our Amazon and our Avon page. That always helps us out. So keep up the good work and we'll catch you on hump day. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. <laughs>